0: It's time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Now, from the TCO studios in Eagan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. X's and O's, KFAM Minnesota Vikings Radio Network and Vikings.com, indeed underway. I have good news for you. Uh, would you like some good news? I would. Technically, technically... You coach a first place team in the NFC North because the three who lost outside of the Minnesota Vikings all lost to NFC teams. You lost to an AFC team. So technically rule four is the playoff tiebreakers go. You have a 500 record in the division, which means you're coaching a first place operation into this Arizona game. How does that make you feel?
1: Not any better.
0: No, not uh, linger. Well, what happened to the twenty-four hour rule from Cincinnati? I mean, from just wins and losses.
1: Yeah, we got to get back to work.
0: Yeah, and Arizona is the bill of fare this weekend. It's another road game, three o'clock on KFAN of the Vikings Radio Network. Uh, now uh, back to Cincinnati just for a second. Overall, looking back at it, what uh, what do you think of their offense?
1: Um, uh, you know, like I said before, they had some good, good skilled players and the quarterback was, was good. And then, uh, you know, I thought the running back ran hard.
0: Were, were you in any way shocked during the course of the game when they went for it fourth and one from the minus 30 at that stage of the game?
1: I don't think shocked was, was the right, you know, I've seen him do that several times. Um, you know, I was happy he did.
0: Was well obviously because you guys stopped uh stopped mixing, but did that that turned the whole thing around, didn't it? I mean, what was the bench like?
1: Yeah, it was good. I mean, you know, then we, we went down and scored a touchdown and got back really got back into the game.
0: Did did you um say anything to their safety or get into him a little bit yelling from the sideline when he was talking to your kicker <clears> as <throat> he was walking up for the fifty
1: three yarder to tie it? Yeah, I was talking to the official to try and get on sports conduct penalty. Oh, uh, so that, that's what I was doing at the time.
0: Oh, okay. So, so that real—that's thats like an unwritten rule. You just don't do things like that. Yeah, he, up to that moment. It's unsportsmanlike. Yeah. How about Greg Joseph, fifty-three yards, hit it pretty good. Yeah, it's a good kick. Yep. That—that uh, that certainly was one of the highlights of the game. Kirk Cousins, I felt, came up cold-blooded at the end of the game with Conklin and KJ and Thielen, and um, obviously you had to have it. Overall, what what did you think of Kirk's game?
1: i thought he did well you know there was uh obviously some some different looks and some pressures that um he didn't have a lot of time in some of the, some of the situations but uh you know it was nice seeing the, in the two-minute drill run down kj made a great catch on fourth and four i believe it was uh in order for us to uh get down there and kick the field goal so um yeah it was good
0: did did you see this coming with kj i mean seven catches 76 yards I think he was in for 67 snaps. I know you liked him in the offseason or he wouldn't have made the team and subsequently played, but, oh, man, I thought he looked really
1: good. Yeah, he's had a good offseason. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he's improved a tremendous amount and he keeps, continues to work hard.
0: The the Jefferson to Osborne pass was right in front of you. Does, does Justin Justin throw a catchable ball? I mean, was it a was it a dime?
1: Yeah, he throws he throws a pretty good ball. we <laughs> nice were trying spiral. to throw it. We we're trying to throw it to Thielen, but uh, he was covered.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, do, do you? I mean, potentially a dumb question here, but like when he knows that's coming, and and then it's actually called. Does, does he like? Do you have to make sure he doesn't get too excited and <laughs> overthrow the guy or something? No,
1: he he throws it pretty well.
0: Yeah, because uh, all all those athletes they think they can do anything—run, throw, uh, kick—the whole thing. Mike Zimmer, X's and O's, Vikings Radio Network, the special teams. What uh, what did you like about that from the Cincinnati game?
1: Well, I thought we flipped the field position pretty well. Uh, we had a chance for uh, a couple returns. Uh, I thought the guys uh, went down there hard and, and ran hard. We did a. a in the coverage phases you know I thought guys guys showed up and protected well uh, had a couple good good punts
0: Connolly got through there did did he did he tip that or? I think
1: he might have just tipped it a little yeah. bit you know he uh, we wished that he'd have got the whole thing and you know could have won the game for us there too
0: wow that's right and um and and with Connolly like obviously with with Ryan thicken and special teams, they scheme something they see and it works i would imagine but i mean it all just has to come together right for a guy to get through that fast
1: yeah and um you know they they missed, messed up the blocking a little bit and but we had a great opportunity and we just didn't quite uh get it done
0: special teams coordinator ryan Ficken follows the mike zimmer interview after a short pause when uh when you're running offense and and dalvin cook is the identity of the offense and you're seeing five-man fronts and okay so it's two three six two and then you want to throw but then say the protection gets leaky how, how do you handle that double-edged sword
1: well i think uh... one of the things that you got to do is uh... <clears throat> you got to bring more people in to protect, obviously. And you got to take your shots one-on-one on the outside. Uh, you know, they, they were daring us to throw the football uh, at times the other day, and, um, and we need to take advantage of it.
0: With uh, with Kyler Murray this weekend, I mean, you're going to spend the entire practice week getting ready for the plays and everything, and you're as good as the NFL is seen at doing that. But what about the off-schedule improvisation, Fran Tarkenton, all over the place stuff? I mean that—that's. I don't want to say it's a concern, but like, how do you coach that?
1: Well, that is a concern. Uh, you know, you have to try to make sure that you get your get your edges set. You have to be uh, very, very uh, diligent about when you come up to him you know if you are a free runner you you got to make sure that you're on the upfield shoulder because he'll spin and get out Uh, he's faster than most guys on the field and so um, you know we've got to do a good job there plus they've got a lot of quarterback draws in for him they've got quarterback zone reads uh, you know speed option a lot of different a lot of different things
0: well moving forward Mike if you mix the 3-4 and the 4-3 like you did in that Cincinnati game what if you do what advantages should that give you moving forward in the season
1: well, it changes rules for offenses. They, it changes rules to uh, get get into, uh, you know, when you're in a three-down package. Um, you know, who who are the edge edge players and who who the backs have to block. It changes the the line movement, um, uh, and same thing with a four-down. But um, you know, on some of the wide zone plays, on some of the um, uh, flash plays with the tight end coming back, it it. Stops it from expanding as far as it normally does.
0: And and when you have an off season with with four three defensive ends and you can stand them up and and do what you would do, do what you're doing or what you did, is there a learning curve with that when you get into regular season games?
1: Well, uh, we played it a little bit in the preseason just to get a feel for it, uh, just to make sure that we can, um, you know, so those those guys get a little taste of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, I'm I'm sure you know there's more of a learning curve as you're. Um, installing it than than typically during the games. But, you know, obviously you see some different things. Cliff
0: Kingsbury, coach of the Arizona Cardinals, his offense, like, what's his identity? Because I noticed when Kyler Murray ran his touchdown in, he had a couple of defensive ends in the backfield to the left of Kyler who went right, including J.J. Watt. That was different.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Uh, You know, they'll have uh, two backs on the same side. They'll have uh two tight ends on the same side in the backfield um three backs in the backfield at a time so uh you know it's 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 going to be a lot of studying this week
0: technically if the season ended today you'd be hosting Arizona in the wild card round but you're yeah you're thoroughly done with that bit and that's fine time for two more uh how often do you FaceTime your grandkids and does it bring you calm
1: (laughs) Um, I I have not FaceTime them because for some reason my FaceTime is not working when they try so
0: we use Hagen's phone
1: yeah
0: he won't let you get into his FaceTime's that might just cause a complete Pandora's box Uh, do 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 you and uh, last one do do you and other coaches sleep well or get rest this time of the year specifically early in the week I'm not trying to be mr. sleep number or like granddaddy here but Early in the week, you guys just mash and grind and sleep so important.
1: Yeah, it was pretty rough this, uh, this week so far. Um, you know, I was in here about 4.30 this morning. Um, studied till after 9 o'clock. So, yeah. you know, that's kind, of, that's kind of the week now.
0: The, the mugging of the A-gap is not invented by rolling in at 8 a.m. <laughs> it's a fair way to look at it. Possibly, yeah. Best of luck this week. Thanks for the chat. All right. Thanks, Paul. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm Paul Allen. The Minnesota Lottery brings us X's and O's, and special teams coordinator Ryan Ficken is next on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings. X's and O's continues on the KFAN and Minnesota Vikings radio network. It is courtesy of the Minnesota Lottery. Get pumped and say, I'm in to the new Vikings scratch game from the Minnesota Lottery. Must be 18 or older to play. Speaking of saying, I'm in, when uh, general manager Rick Spielman and uh, Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer approached Ryan Ficken and said, would you like to be our special teams coordinator, he said, "I'm in." And uh, Ryan has been with the team a decade and a half, working with the special team since 2013. And uh, Ryan Fickin joins us now. Ryan, sor- sorry about the loss. I saw you right after the game, and you know you you were emotional, like a lot of uh, coaches and players will get. Very tightly contested game, but um, I'd like to begin with um, Ryan Connolly and sneaking through, tipping a punt. I mean, he was so close to blocking that punt when you watched it back like uh, just how close was he
2: oh uh, it was uh you know it's not always how you draw it up but i mean he got uh free at the at the line of scrimmage and uh, in that kind of situation you know we need to go ahead and make those plays but um you know i mean he was able to get a hand on it but um, it, you know he left his feet and swatted at it if he just goes and runs right through it we got a great opportunity but uh the great thing is i mean it's important to these guys and and we got an opportunity to go ahead and uh, move forward, uh, you know, into this week to try and hopefully affect the game and uh, help our team win a game.
0: Probably the dumbest question you'll get all week, but I'll give it a try. Like you know, when we watch defense and and Zimmer's mugging the uh, the a gaps with Kendricks Bar or whomever, and 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 we see defensive blitzes and stuff. You know, people see that a lot. Offensively, they'll see an offensive lineman pull, get to the second level, smash a linebacker. There goes Dalvin with special teams plays like putting Connolly in a position or whomever to do that how hard is it crafting special teams plays
2: yeah it's it's always trying to find that you know how you can exploit their tendencies and what they do and do, uh don't do well and then uh what their tendencies are and how we can take advantage of those situations and and we found it was a good opportunity to go ahead and uh, you know have ryan and some of the other players in there to go ahead and uh follow up with that uh, that play. And it's just a matter of now just executing it. And, um, you know, we'll get another shot at it. And I know uh, Ryan, you know, presented with that opportunity again, and he's going to be able to, you know, come through and uh, get one of those sometime. So, I mean. But, uh, well, yeah. It, oh, go ahead. Oh, go
0: ahead. No, No, like defense or offense, I mean, you are designing plays, you're finding weaknesses, you're finding tendencies, hoping they don't know that you've uncovered it and they haven't fixed it, and that really is the nuance, along with motivating man, that's the nuance of attacking a punt team or, or, or kick block or stuff like that, right?
2: Exactly. I mean, we, we found out, you know, we thought we could take advantage of a situation in their punch, uh, protection team and, and we tried to exploit it in, the, in the right time. And then, uh, now it's just up to the guys, you know, executing. And, and, um, you know, so, you know, you know, moving forward, I know that they're going to have a great opportunity to go ahead and, uh, you know, Connect with one of those, and it's going to be a, a, a
0: good thing for our football team. You having been with the Vikings for fifteen years, um, I mean, you've been up and down with with the kicker situations and everything. It's been up, it's been down, and uh, now you have Greg Joseph. And holy cow, cold blooded from fifty three descended into overtime. What uh, what do you think about Greg Joseph, uh, the new Vikings kicker?
2: You know, I'm excited for him right now, and uh, you know he's taking advantage of uh, his full opportunities right now. Um, you know, but the way we talked. Uh, every you know, not only just with Greg but with all the special teams players is that we gotta make sure, you know, after that kick, I mean was exciting, uh, you know, and I was happy for him, and I was happy for our football team more more importantly, but after that kick we just try to decompress and we're like, all right, we're on to the next one and we're moving on to, you know, to the next kickoff and the overtime and there's there's a great opportunity for us to go ahead and extend that game. Um, unfortunately we'd have loved to have uh, one at the end, but um, you know um, it's a long season. We got another opportunity here coming up against the Cardinals, and again uh, that situation again. I have a full confidence that's going to happen again, and uh, he's going to connect on those.
0: Now the battery, Andrew DePaula, got here. Uh, he got here last year, and he's done a wonderful job. But your punter is new, which means your holder is new. So in a short amount of time, Ryan, getting the battery squared away with 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 the new punter Barry holding it the way the new kicker wants it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we had to go ahead and, I mean, right when, uh you know, Jordan came in on Monday, we had a longer week last week. We were straight on the jugs working with those guys, uh you know, holds. Greg was working with them, talking about how he wants it specifically held. And then, as many reps, we live reps in practice on Monday and Wednesday, and, you know, when the days were kicking. And and it's mainly it's just them developing a rapport with one another and then seeing how each other works. But the, the great thing about these three guys is that they're all three professionals and they're veterans and that their craft is very important to them and they work really hard at what they do. And, and that there's no, uh, you know, there's no easy uh, recipe why they're here. I mean, it's because they work hard and they're great at what they do.
0: Eight punts at Cincinnati for Jordan Berry, the Aussie punter. Uh, did he have to ice his leg after the game? Holy cow.
2: And, you know, uh, he, he did a good job of helping us, uh, put the field. You know, there's always some things that we can always improve on, uh, in terms of that with the kicking, but, uh, when his number was called, uh we were able to go ahead and uh you know trot him out there, and then you know flip the field and uh, give that long def- uh that long field for a defense but um, there's always things that we we continue to improve on, and, we're, and what we're working on uh, now, and uh, you know to prepare us for
0: Arizona. This is uh, Minnesota Vikings special teams coordinator Ryan Ficken. Been working with the special teams since 2013, and uh, as the coordinator now 2021. And and off that, Ryan, what what in your in your early times of starting with special teams, what did you learn from Mike Prefer that is helping you now?
2: No, I. I I was very fortunate and blessed to go ahead and work with uh, such a great coach and, and Coach Briefer and uh, just learning about special teams and how it uh, affects the, the outcome of the game and just the, the situations and and uh, making sure you're you're counting for um, you know um, being sound and with your linemen in, in all phases, uh, you know, and just getting these guys to play hard and, and fast and, and making it more simplistic. Uh, of an approach and that's kind of what we try and carry over here and uh you know with coach Zimmer and and his uh, leadership it's been uh you know really um, I I to say uh an easy transition but it's it's smooth and it's been great and it's um you know we really looking forward to our teamers uh you know playing hard and uh you know throughout the rest of this year
0: uh Ryan what's more stressful uh 2004 running with the Bulls in Pamplona which you did or organizing special teams in the sideline during preseason games?
2: <laughs> oh, well, I'll say this. Uh, I mean, dude, uh, very similar, I would say, uh, types of emotions. I mean, you got a lot of journaling going. Uh, but I would say probably running with the Bulls in Pamplona would probably uh, be easier. I mean, on the sideline, and, and even preseason or regular season game, doesn't matter. I mean, just... Just the height of emotion of each play and how much it, it carries and the value it carries for you know the, the, the team and how it affects the game is you know just so uh, so important. But uh, I'll say this, at the end of the day, I mean you're not looking where you're coming off the field where there's going to be a big old horn uh, you know going up through the rear end. <laughs> when, when, so,
0: when you ran with the Bulls in Pamplona, were you ever concerned that you would be in peril that one of those horns was going to gouge you?
2: Uh, <laughs> that was always a concern, especially when they hit that the hard uh, turn uh, and that that very narrow street that they that you're running down uh, the corridor. Uh, but the big thing is, uh, as long as you don't uh, get in front of them and you just run on the side, they don't have that peripheral vision. So you can uh, stay out of harm's way. It's more of the, the people that were the more dangerous part of them falling on the ground and then you getting tripped up on
0: them. What um, what do you like about D.D. Westbrook's punt returning? Because from afar, I'm watching it through my binoculars calling the game, and what an art to be able to look at the guys running down at you, then track the ball, then look back at the guys, then track the ball. That's an art.
2: Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, he does. that's why it takes a special guy to be able to do it. One, you've got to be composed, and he's got to – uh, feel co- uh, comfortable and confident in those situations because he's got guys coming down running at him uh, he's got to make a split second uh, decision you know either i'm going to fair catch it or i'm going to go ahead and return it if i'm catching it, i got to go ahead and make this guy miss and it's got to happen quickly that's what's the difference between that and uh kickoff uh kickoff returns but um you know he he does a great job he's very calm and collected and uh you know we're excited for him and you know the, uh, the production that you know we're expecting to get out of him this year and and I think some, there's some big things that are gonna happen, uh, you know, with him. But um uh, I mean he gets going so quickly, he's got the long speed to go ahead and take it the distance and uh you know, knock on wood, he's doing a great job catching the balls and tracking them.
0: With uh with Arizona, unless something changes, what challenges does rookie Rondale Moore pose? Kicks and retur- uh kicks and punts.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a dynamic returner, uh, as we say. And that guy, um, uh, he's special with the ball in his hands. Uh so we gotta make sure we get around him, get at his feet and don't allow him to get started and and like on punt, we always talk about we got to make sure we net what we punt, and that means high quality punts. Uh, and we can go ahead and force those fair catches um, with great coverage. But we got to protect first. But uh, he is a dynamic returner. We got to do a great job of coverage drilling him. That we've been talking about with with these guys, and uh, not only just as a punt returner, but a kickoff returner. I mean, he's shifty. He's quick. He's got the speed to take the distance. And we got to make sure uh, we don't allow him to get going.
0: Without given you've been here a decade and a half, whether it's the adversary or the Minnesota Vikings. Think for a second just how many great punt and kick returners you've seen. I mean, all the way back to Devin Hester in 2007, Dante Hall, Marcus Sherrill's returning punts here, Cordero Patterson, maybe maybe the greatest kick returner in the history of the game. Wow, man, that's uh, that's been a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of special guys. And, and, uh, and those that are like you just listed some of the top ones. I mean, from, um, you know, uh, Hester to, to Marcus Sherrill's to, you know, uh, Patterson, but then, you know, the Percy Harbins of the world, I mean, yeah. just the explosiveness, and it's a, it's a rare talent, you know, that these guys have them, but they can really impact the game on just one play, and uh, that's what we're trying to go ahead and create here.
0: Uh, lastly, Amir Smith-Marset brought one out. He was deep in the end zone. I think it was a 22-yard return. God bless the kid trying to make something happen. But, I mean, he's one of the most accomplished kick returners, of course you know this, in the history of the Big Ten with that average at like 28-7. Amir Abdullah's like fourth when he played uh, with Nebraska. Uh Lastly, Amir Smith-Marset, when he settles in, gets everything squared away, what do you like about him?
2: I, one I love is confidence and just how aggressive he wants to be and now I know there's a time and place when uh we we want him to be aggressive in those situations and he needs to understand those uh when that is and uh that's just us continuing to work with him and uh make sure we over communicate clarity with him about you know when to bring it out when not to be but um uh, you know th- his time's going to come and it and we're excited for it you know I mean he's he's right there and we've got to continue to press forward and uh, you know um, you know, he's going to get that opportunity when he hits the see him and it's going to be fun and exciting to watch. But uh, we've got to continue to develop him, continue to have him grow, and then he's learning on every situation and every opportunity. And, that, and that's all he wants to do. He just wants to continue to get better. And, and I love how uh, professional he is, and he's, you know, he's eager to go ahead and say, hey, I, I can take this to the distance. And I feel – that the our block guys blocking for him, they sense that in, uh, the energy and they feel that confidence, and so they they love blocking for him too, and so they can't wait to go ahead and uh, hopefully uh, we get him to the end zone on one of these.
0: And your time has arrived, very well deserved. Great start. Uh, best of luck this weekend, and I'll see you soon. Okay.
2: Well, I appreciate it, PA.
0: See you, buddy. Ryan Ficken, special teams coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. Kick off the Viking season with country music star Dustin Lynch live at uh, the Commons at U.S. Bank Stadium. That is September 26th, leading up to the home opener against Seattle. It's a free event open to the public and begins at 10 a.m. presented by Miller Lite in partnership with K102. Visit vikings.com slash kickoff concert for details. I'm Paul Allen. That's X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network.